folks, and welcome aboard to this Wednesday Night Edition Philip Ward Show. Today is the 835th day of slowing the spread. Boy, oh boy, I hope we get the spread slowed pretty soon. Any day now, right? Now it's 15 days. Nope. 30 days. Nope. Still not good enough. 835 days in and counting. As far as the Joe Unity Biden administration goes, we all now have 935 days left for all of us to endure. So folks, this Cassidy Hutchinson and the, how can you even believe for a second, right? And by the way, the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in our mainstream media, I think even they are starting to think, you know what, maybe there is an ounce of this story that I'm going to continue to call it a story that maybe isn't true because we now have secret service agents who are literally saying, we'll come and testify and this, none of this garbage and nonsense is true. Can you really believe (laughs) that Donald Trump, Trump, excuse me, is sitting in the SUV, the beast, and says, <laughs> just, it's so comical. Give me the wheel. I'm the effing president, and we're going to the Capitol. Uh, sir, you can't do that, sir. No, no, I'm the effing president. Give me the wheel. I mean, like, when have you ever heard Donald Trump swear? You know, I heard him swear once. Uh, I remember he was doing an interview with the great Rush Limbaugh, And he was saying to him, if Iran keeps effing around, that's like one of the very few times I've ever heard him. So I think he swore again last year, but he doesn't make a habit out of swearing. And you're telling me that he's telling the driver, give me the effing wheel. I mean, even the AP, literally AP News' tweet. AP, by the way, state-run media, the AP. No fan of conservatives, the AP. Quote, Cassidy Hutchinson testifies that she was told it is hearsay. She testified that it is hearsay. You even had Jake Tapper on Propaganda News CNN who was saying, now, I don't really know, you know, do you have any evidence of this? You know, can you prove saying that to Jamie Raskin? Tell you what, folks, actually, don't take my word for it. I have it right here in the tweet. So, Jamie Raskin, the congressman, who is just, folks, I mean, if you ever see this guy and hear him, he's such a slime ball. He really is. By the way, he objected to the results of the 2016 election. So, I don't know, maybe right then and there, ooh, he's kind of inciting an insurrection. But Jake Tapper has him on. Listen to what, and Jake Tapper, it's pretty hilarious because you're going to hear Jake Tapper here calling himself a journalist. Whoa, buddy a journalist right first of all journalism it, it does not exist in this country anymore ethical journalism forget about that you know i've gone over the rules from the um national you know committee society of journalists and what they say is supposed to be journalistic integrity which none of the pathological prolific pathetic liars in our mainstream media ever foul but he said well i'm a journalist and i have to be questioning for the tell you what folks here's jake tapper with jamie raskin it is just an incredibly 
damning and dramatic story, uh, I would just, as a journalist uh, and as an American, appreciate more corroboration for the story, since as of now, it is hearsay. I mean, it is... Oh, sure. Somebody what up, dear Jamie Raskin? Oh, sure. Yeah, it is just hearsay. I mean, it's like, wouldn't you... Oh, by the way, she literally, Cassidy Hutchinson literally talked to the January 6th committee like four times before she testified. You even have Politico writing a piece earlier today. Quote, January 6th panel didn't reach out to the Secret Service before Hutchinson's, and then they write, explosive Trump testimony. Again, there's nothing explosive about it at all because you heard Jake Tapper, Propaganda News, CNN. Well, right now, it's uh, it's just hearsay. And Jamie Raskin, oh, sure, yeah, oh, no, no, yeah, it is, it is definitely hearsay. Right then and there, folks, he's revealing what this is all about. It's all about making sure they can try and damage Donald Trump as best as they possibly can because they have... First of all, no plan for the midterm elections. You even had Juan Williams uh, from uh, who was on Fox News and quit for some reason. Who knows? I think Fox News was a lot better off without an idiot like Juan Williams running around. And Juan Williams saying, go, Hillary, go. And Hillary Clinton has a plan for the Democratic Party in the midterm elections. Is that their plan? Leading to not only the midterms, but then up to 2024, you're going to have Hillary Rotten Clinton run again in 2024? By the way, Joe Unity Biden is making it clear that he's getting, quote, irritated because Democrats aren't backing him in 2024. We'll get to that story a little later on. Anyway, though, so Politico writing, quote, the January 6th committee didn't reach out to the Secret Service in the days before it aired explosive. They say, oh, it's such explosive and it's damning for Donald Trump testimony about a, an alleged physical altercation between Donald Trump and his security detail on the day of the riot in a blockbuster. See how they write? I mean, it's explosive. It's a blockbuster test. Oh, my goodness. The, remember, they kept saying the walls are caving in around Donald Trump. And again, none of it ever proved to be true. Nothing at all. Yet they ran with it throughout Donald Trump's entire presidency. Former White House uh, Trump aide Cassidy Hutchinson described being told that the irate then-president was so furious, so angry, so upset that his agents wouldn't drive him to the Capitol that he lunged, Donald Trump lunging, that give me the wheel, I'm the effing president, um, that he lunged toward the head of his detail. Uh, services chief of communications telling Politico select committee investigators did not ask Secret Service personnel to reappear or answer questions in writing in the 10 days before Hutchinson um, asked uh, before asking Hutchinson about the matter at the hearing quote we were not asked to reappear before the committee in response to yesterday's new information we plan on formally responding on the record we have and will continue to make any member of the Secret Service available uh, uh, the committee already asked the head of Trump's detail on January 6th, who was right, listen to this, right, who was with Trump riding from the Stop the Steal rally. Remember, that's where Donald Trump was saying, quote, peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Oh, that guy, I don't know. I guess that must be inciting an insurrection, according to the January 6th committee. 
That agent, Robert Engel, gave testimony at the time that appears to be consistent with Hutchinson's story, but is not known to include the stunt. Uh, so what do we got now? Explosive, blockbuster. Now it's the stunning details Hutchinson described. The totality of Engel's earlier testimony, however, not fully known. It's not clear why the select panel, get this, didn't seek further corroboration from the Secret Service as it planned Hutchinson's hearing. I'll tell you right now why it's not clear. Because they don't want it to come out. They don't want to know anything from the Secret Service. They don't want to know anything about the agents that were in the beast with Donald Trump on that day. By the way, they don't want to hear from Donald Trump. You know, they certainly don't want to hear from people like Cash Patel or the Department of Defense who was asking Nancy Pelosi along with Donald Trump, why don't we, here's the National Guard, we're offering it to you, this way you can protect the Capitol on January 6th. They didn't want to. The mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser, she literally formally wrote and said, no, we don't need any National Guard there. So why, are, why is it Nancy Pelosi testifying? Why is it Muriel Bowser testifying? Members of the select committee have said they welcome any more information about the Secret Service altercation that witnesses would provide under oath. But again, they don't want to show that. And it's all that's exactly what it is, though, folks. This is all a show. It is all a political stunt. And Hutchinson herself has sat for four videotaped interviews with the select committee this year. Four videotaped interviews. And now here she is again. Now she testifies in front of the whole entire world, in front of the whole country. Including, by the way, an earlier meeting this month after she switched attorneys and adopted a more cooperative posture with the panel. Select Committee Vice Chair Liz Cheney, who I, I just, I have no time for it all, folks. I didn't do it. This is a rhino. This is a woman that will do anything to, I don't know, maybe she wants to get out of Congress and get on propaganda news, CNN. I don't know what's with her. She absolutely cannot stand Donald Trump, make no mistake, Liz Cheney is a big part of the swamp, the sewers. Donald Trump describes it in Washington, D.C. Uh, described those interview, those four uh, videotaped interviews, splicing in footage from uh, them throughout the two-hour public hearing. Uh, and by the way, remember, now her testimony, again, cannot be corroborated. And you had Gabby Orr, who literally is a propaganda news CNN uh, reporter Tony Arnato denying that he told Cassie Hutchinson Trump grabbed the steering wheel in the presidential vehicle on January 6th or lunged at a fellow agent. She says CNN confirms Arnato and Angle both prepared to testify. Neither incident occurred. Now why don't the, why doesn't the January 6th committee have those guys on? And then then let's see. By the way, no one's watching this nonsense. None of the American people want anything to do with this. It's only hyper-partisan Democrats who have nothing. This is, and it's about that too, folks. Let alone, you know, part of it is making sure Donald Trump looks bad and that he can't run in 2024, which, by the way, I think is becoming more and more likely. And what, either Trump or DeSantis at this point in time, I've been seeing conservatives say, let the two of them duke it out and who's ever the, the nominee, so be it. I, to me, I personally, I don't care if it's Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. 
I've said before on this program, I've predicted that it'll be Trump and DeSantis will be the vice president. I think that would be a pretty good ticket to run from the Republican side. But as far as the two of them go, it doesn't really matter to me. I want nothing to do with the Democratic Party. Never have, never will. I mean, count me as a never Biden guy right now. Now, so that was propaganda news, CNN reporter. You had NBC News, Peter Alexander, a source close to the Secret Service, tells me both Bobby Engel, the lead agent, and the presidential limousine slash SUV driver are prepared to testify under oath neither man was assaulted and Trump never lunged for the steering wheel. So with that testimony and Peter Alexander of NBC News, you have NBC News running a piece. Cassidy Hutchinson's January 6th testimony comes under increased scrutiny. Why wouldn't it, though? Literally nothing about her made-up story is correct. And I'll tell you right now, I don't have evidence to disprove it, but Bobby Angle and uh, or Tony Ornato sure do. So are we going to believe them? Do we believe Cassie, Cassidy Hutchinson? There's other information about Cassidy Hutchinson here that I think further discredits her entire story. Um, and by the way, on top of all of this, Cassidy Hutchinson wanted to work for Donald Trump after he was out of the White House. So if she wanted that, and then he said he was advised uh, by his aides, you probably shouldn't have her. She leaks a lot. Why would we have her? Says, nope. So what does she do? I don't know. Maybe goes and runs the January 6th. She so, oh my God, I'll testify. I'll testify. Hutchinson's account on Tuesday about a dramatic physical altercation between Trump and his top security official on January 6th has come under intense scrutiny. NBC says after sources told NBC that two witnesses were prepared, again, Ornato and Angle, were prepared to testify under oath, none of it ever happened. Miss Hutchinson. Stands by all of her testimony she provided yesterday under oath to the select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. It's a mouthful there, by the way. That's what her attorneys are saying. January 6th committee continued to insist that they found Hutchinson's testimony credible. I don't know how. You literally hear Jamie Raskin saying, oh, yeah, oh, sure. Oh, yeah, it is hearsay. Um, and invited those who would dispute her to come forward and give sworn testimony. Again, Angle and Ornato both are willing to do that. Former co-workers in the White House came to Hutchinson's defense saying that she would have been in close proximity to the president and privy to the kind of information she testified about. Now, so we have this. We also have this note that's out there. Separately, Eric Hirschman. Now, Eric Hirschman plays a part here because he's a former Trump White House lawyer. Now, he's, oh, and he's provided damning testimony about trump listen to how nbc news writes this right well again we're supposed to believe that these people are fair and balanced and they actually care about the truth listen to this have provided testimony about trump's plot to overturn the election now saying that he again you see that there's obviously one side of this even at abc news's White House correspondent Jonathan Carl tweeting, thank you, Cassidy Hutchinson. I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? Do you see how one-sided all this nonsense is? Um, so he's saying, though, Eric Hirschman now, he wrote a handwritten note as the violence unfolded at the Capitol, not Cassidy Hutchinson, who said she wrote the note. Quote, 
anyone who entered the Capitol without proper authority should leave immediately, the the note said, which was written on Chief of Staff Mark Meadows' stationery and intended for Trump to release his rioters, storm the Capitol. Quote, the handwritten note that Cassidy Hutchinson testified was written by her, was in fact written by Eric Hirschman. This is a Hirschman spokesperson who said this. All sources with direct knowledge and law enforcement have and will confirm it was written by Eric Hirschman. So again, here we are led to believe that Hutchinson writes this note. Everyone's got to stop covering her in glory and that she knows that Donald Trump grabbed the steering wheel and said, take me to the Capitol because I'm the effing president, right? By the way, look at NBC News. Get Listen to this. Republicans and other sources are rebutting elements of former White House aide Cassie Hutchinson's testimony before the January 6th committee, handing Donald Trump... By the way, this isn't an op-ed. This is where led to believe news. Handing Donald Trump and his allies ammunition as they seek to discredit her and portray her as an unreliable witness. I mean, again, why would anyone believe any of this nonsense and garbage? I'm telling you right now, I really don't. I, I don't think a lot of people do either. I think that the Democratic Party sees that they're going nowhere. They can't run on the economy. They can't run on Biden inflation. They can't run on gas prices. You know, what are they going to do? Take January 6th and the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade and they're going to run that into the midterms? Do you think that's popular? I don't think the American people are going to believe so. I mean, Joe Unity Biden here, I guess, is getting... I, or excuse me, Joe United Biden is getting irritated by Democrats who won't back him to run for re-election. Oh my goodness, how dare they, right? They want nothing to do with Joe Unity Biden. Um, let me give you the full headline. This is in the Daily Mail. Biden is getting irritated by Democrats who won't back him to run for re-election in 2024 when he will be 81 years old. 81 years old. He's obviously struggling physically, cognitively, mentally. He is gone. He is so checked out. He ain't coming back, folks. Just a matter of life. Once you get older in life, start to lose it a little bit. Well, Joe Unity Biden lost it a while ago. Some might say he never really had it. I mean, he's, he's lived an entire life of being a scumbag, raising a scumbag, crackhead, cocaine-infested, snorting Parmesan cheese because he thought it was crack son who has benefited as the American people have been betrayed by this entire family. You know, and, they, and this is the guy who we're led to believe is running the country, who we're led to believe got 81 million votes from Americans. It's unbelievable. I don't know if I'll ever believe that, folks. I don't know about you. Anyway, though, when he will be 81 and, la- oh, this is what he's upset about, too. Lack of respect from colleagues and the press. The press is lacking respect towards Joe Unity Biden. That's what we're led to believe. After how they treated Donald Trump, after how they treat every single Republican, Biden's upset at the press. Uh, It's pretty wild if you ask me. President Joe Unity Biden and his top aides are irritated by the cold reception. His expected 2024 re-election bid has received from fellow Democrats and the mainstream media. By the way, even Kamala Harris had to clarify and was saying, well, you know, if he runs, if he runs in 2024. You know, by the way, Kamala Harris, get to her in a second. She's got nothing better to do than go out and attack the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. 
over the border, over this tragedy that happened at the border. Why did it happen? I'll tell you right now, because of Joe Unity Biden, the Democratic Party, Kamala Harris, the border czar, because of their open border policies. And literally, these illegal aliens, two million, by the way, flooded into our country last year. They're holding signs, T-shirts, Biden 2020. Now, Biden, who would be 81 years old, when he runs for office a second time, if he does, has faced a mountain of discussions about potential primary challengers compared to other first-term presidents this early, um, to other first-term president, excuse me, this early in office. Lawmakers within the president's own party have been hesitant to get behind him at this point. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, remember Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was inciting an insurrection last Friday, into the streets, into the streets, she was chanting. She refused to say if she would back a Biden 2024 campaign. Blessed by God, Virginia, Democratic Senator Joe Man. By the way, the Daily Mail describes Joe Manchin, West Virginia, conservative Democratic Senator. Wait a minute here. You cannot be a conservative and be a Democrat as well. It really doesn't work that way, especially given today's. Democratic Party and how radical they are and how socialist they are. Anyway, Joe Manchin told the New York Times, uh, he wouldn't tell the New York Times, excuse me, whether he would support Biden, brushing off the question, quote, we're just trying to do our daily thing, brother, he says. He says, trying to do what we got to do. That's good for the country, he says. Biden and his team see perceptions that he is a lame duck. He's been called a lame duck on this program. How are, by the way, how can you be a lame duck president when you have control of the House and you have control of the Senate as well? No, ask Joe Unity Biden. Uh, less than halfway through his first term as a lack of respect, he says. Now Joe, is he's getting disrespected and he's not happy about it. How dare the media treat him like that? Again, this is a guy, right, who appointed, let's see, Kamala Harris, right? as the borders are, and Kamala, by the way, if you're not familiar with the tragedy I'm talking, I'll give you some background on it now, this happened on Monday, quote, uh, this was in uh, Fox News, Texas, Mexico, border chaos, 51 migrants found dead in San Antonio inside an 18-wheeler, now, it was 51 on Monday, uh, now, today, death toll rose to 53, Two more people have died, sadly, tragically. Again, Kamala Harris is accusing the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, of playing politics. Well, listen, you're the border czar. Why are you not securing the border? At least 22 of the dead were Mexican nationals. Seven were Guatemalan. Two were Honduran. U.S. authorities are working alongside foreign uh, consul, consulates excuse me, to notify the families of the deceased. Um, crews were at the 9600 block of Quintana Road where an 18-wheeler containing up to 100 migrants inside was found abandoned. The discovery is part of what is to believe a human smuggling operation, which, by the way, human trafficking, the drug cartels, those businesses are fully up and running down at the southern border. Again, what's this administration doing about it? Trying to remove Title 42 to make sure we have more illegal aliens flooding into our country. They're already on record. We have record after record, month after month because of this administration. More and more illegal aliens flooding right into our country. San Antonio Mayor Ron 
Nirenberg saying, quote, this is nothing short of a horrific human tragedy. The plight of migrants seeking refuge is always a humanitarian crisis, but tonight we're dealing with a horrific human tragedy. Um, Humario Zamorano Jr., 40, 45 years old, is, he's still alive, was the alleged driver, so that is charged with one count of alien smuggling resulting in death. Uh, U.S. Uh, Attorney's Office for Western District of Texas announcing in a press release, uh, Zamorano, Pasadena, Texas, allegedly abandoned the 18-wheeler on the side of a remote road in San Antonio on Monday, fled the scene when witnesses heard a cry for help, and spotted the truck with bodies stacked inside the back as well as on the ground. I mean, that's the, it's just horrific stuff. It really is. Uh, by the way, uh, he tried to pose as one of the victims and was found hiding in a bush by police officers who arrested him at the scene. He was taken, by the way, listen to this one, right? He was reportedly high on meth at the time and was taken to a local hospital for treatment. I mean, my heart breaks for all these people. You know, they want to come into the United States because they hear Joe Unity Biden and Kamala Harris open borders for anyone. By the way, if you have anything to say about the border being wide open and illegal aliens flooding into our country, then we have to pay for their health care, then we have to pay for their food, their water, their shelter. Well, you just must be a racist. Um, now, Texas, not the only area where this is happening. In Arizona, listen to this. Daily Caller reporter discovers human smuggling route between Mexico and Arizona. Um, Jorge uh, Ventura is his name. Says uh, he works with a cartel. A guy who works with cartels took Ventura and the Daily Caller video crew to an area where migrants were illegally smuggled across the U.S.-Mexico border. Line of migrants from various countries climbed a rocky hill en route to Yuma, Arizona. Hundreds of migrants from listen to this. I, you know, Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico. He, the Daily Caller writes hundreds of migrants from India, Venezuela, Cuba. Various other countries ran alongside the border wall entering the U.S. Huge number of migrants has overwhelmed Border Patrol. I mean, it's pretty crazy, folks, that the, that this is happening. And this administration is encouraging. I would go as far as saying they're encouraging it. That, that, that they don't want to take any steps at, all, steps at all to prevent people from dying. Again, it is a dangerous, an awfully horrible, you know, trek to get to our country you know there's some I, I, the immigrants that i've talked to legal immigrants in this country are so happy so proud to be american then you get the narrative well republicans and conservatives are anti-immigrant we're not anti-immigrant at all we're anti-illegal immigration because we want people unlike the democratic party to come into this country the right way you know, I always say, folks, that's why conservatism and the Republicans are on the right wing. It's called the right for a reason, folks. Never forget that. Anyway, today is the 835th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration and their open borders policies and every single other policy that's failed the American people. We now have 935 days left for all of us to endure. Thank you, as always. For listening to the program, folks, it is never a bad day to be an American.